This is a Rooster Teeth production. Oh, hello there, and welcome to the God. Death Metal Cast. What? What was that? There's a lot of us. Yeah. Oh, hello? <laughs> it was like just, it was way too close to, oh, hi, I didn't see you there. I just, I don't know. You got me. I can't, I, every time I ever say hello, you're like, oh, don't say. <laughs> I'm don't greet people, Ben. Chad. How many Man. times do I have to tell you? Stop greeting people. No, it's on, <laughs> no, it's on greetings. That's where right, we're at. We Screw you all. We're going to do a Q&A today. <laughs> No, uh, welcome to the first big monster Q&A extravaganza of 2021, whatever the hell we're calling it. Palooza. Oh, we're calling it that now. Palooza. (laughs) Electric Boogaloo. Yes. Yes. The question Palooza Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) Um, I'm Ben, voice of Wiz and Death Battle. I'm joined by a bunch of people who work on the show, which is awesome. We got Josh. Hello. Hey Josh, <laughs> introducing myself. <laughs> Writer and director of several yes. episodes. There you go. Uh, you got it. You wrote uh, Yoda versus Mickey. I did. That was a fun one. We'll get to questions about that. We got Jen. Genevieve. Hi, I'm back. I'm sure you missed me, the crazy lady. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Writer, <laughs> yes. never gonna as forget well. that comment. That was so good. <laughs> Sometimes they just stick, right? <laughs> but writer of Shadow vs. Ryuko, another episode we're going to get to. Uh, Liam's here. Woo! Hello, everybody. How you doing? I don't know. Writer of no know. episodes. Yeah, yet. not a writer. Nothing. Um, <laughs> well, except perhaps, for that one that's about to come out. I don't know. You know, Maybe you were involved with that one. Perhaps just a, just a tad. Just a, just a smidgen. We'll get to um, yeah, that. I'm, we got to... We got Directing. a little sneak peek mm-hmm. for you later on this episode. Uh, and then we got, uh, you know, Chad's here too. It's me in man bone form. Woohoo. Nice. It, it looks good. good, man. Yeah. Nice. What's this? Your <laughs> chat is evolving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, so uh, I, uh, I know uh, you guys have been, um, we've been really appreciating the response to the, the new take on Death Metal Cast that we've been doing this, this year. Uh, by expanding the community death battle and also just kind of like experimenting a bit. And you guys have been super on board with it so far, but we have heard you and we know that you want some Q&A episodes as well. So we're going to be trying this thing where we're like bouncing back and forth between community death battle episodes and Q&A episodes throughout the season. Uh, and, you know, let us know what you think of it. Because uh, that's, this entire show is going to be a deep dive into... Uh, Yoda versus King Mickey, Shadow versus Ryuko, Death Battle Season 8 so far, plans for Death Battle Season 8, uh, what we've all been doing on the show, and, and so much more. Um, and if you are watching this uh, live Wednesday noon uh, on Rooster TV, uh, you can also leave questions in the chat. Uh, we have a ton of questions already to get through, uh, so I don't know if we'll be able to get to everything in the chat. Definitely won't be able to get to everything in the chat. But if something comes up in the chat, we're definitely keeping an eye on it. Uh, so we can address that too. So, you guys want to get into it? You ready to go? Hell Let's yeah! Let's Bring get into Come what's on. going on. Hit me! I'm throwing you. Anytime. Time to talk about what's going on. <laughs> I feel like Brian just waited a second because Liam was like, "Hit me," and Brian's like, "I'll do it when I damn will." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell him what to do. <laughs> I All got, right, let's oh, get right into it. I got a bunch of questions pulled up. Uh, number one, this is for Yoda versus King Mickey. 
Could Yoda have used the Force to mind control King Mickey? Mm. Excellent question. Good question. Um, the answer is maybe, <laughs> but there are some asterisks. So, like, being a Keyblade wielder involves, like, resisting the darkness, like that kind of soul corruption um, and mental corruption of the darkness. So it's possible that he has a resistance. Um, even if he doesn't, Yoda's, like, the uh, f force mind control is more simplistic. Um, you can kind of suggest commands to them, but pretty basic commands. Um, and the commands that Yoda could give Mickey, none of them would really matter. Like, he couldn't really keep, like, Mickey wouldn't really have a way to, like, he'd be like, kill yourself, you know, and then Mickey would, like, <laughs> bonk himself on the head with the keyblade. It wouldn't really, okay. that wouldn't, yeah, exactly. I, I, it's, I don't even, I'm not even sure if Mickey would be capable of killing himself um, with how tough he is. Um, so, not really. Um, yeah. It's also well, like not Mickey smacks Yoda himself in the face and does nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and Yoda just yeah. watches. Yeah, <laughs> isn't there a thing too? Like it's like it's easier to be persuasive on people with like who are like weak of mind, and so yes, yeah, yeah. So like um, people who are like very, you know, like for example, a keyblade master probably be pretty hard to influence them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So Great. maybe, but it wouldn't really wouldn't really help him. And and yeah. Mickey is so much faster that he would just blitz and destroy him before Yoda could get like a, a mind. A mind oh yeah! By the way, spoilers. Heads up! Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen these, episodes, <laughs> oh yeah, we probably should have been spoiled. You haven't oh, yeah. seen Yoda vs. King Mickey or Shadow vs. Ryuka. Well, spoilers abound. Let's yep. go. Yeah. How are you watching this and still haven't seen the episodes? They've That's been out for ballsy. a while for first members. I could accidentally it's tune in. Who knows? To go for the Q and A before the episode. Really get yeah. Back straight. <laughs> Yep. All right. engineer. Uh, Josh, did, did that ever come up like that idea when you were writing it? Like, oh, maybe yeah, you could, like, I remember his mind. Yeah, it was totally like I, I think we, we debated about whether or not Mickey would even be susceptible. And then, like Liam said, even if he was, there's not much he could do with it. Like it wouldn't tip the scales in any meaningful way. So it would have just been something to tack on if we wanted to. But ultimately, we didn't. Um, and I think one of my favorite things about that fight script is <laughs> how much like weirdly these characters have a lot of respect for each other <laughs> mm, and i really yeah. liked that that element of it for these characters so i think yoda shows up and he's like aware i don't think this is going to work on a guy like this like this is a tough fighter it's not it's not going to work so yeah, yeah it, it would be a little weird to have yoda start using powers that just don't work uh yeah. he's definitely more experienced than to keep making that sort of mistake mm -hmm. yeah, I, I love the, the attitude those characters have uh in, <laughs> in the fight um I, I hope we can do more of that in the future, that, that yeah. kind of relationship in the, in, the, in the combat. Anyway, All right. we move on to the next one. Question number two. Uh, also Yoda versus King Mickey. Uh, what, would what would have happened if Yoda had continued the fight as Ghost Yoda? Whoa. It would have been awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. Long, so there's a long bunch of source of conversation. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch <laughs> of different reasons, but like the main one is it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have changed, right? Because like Sora's fought ghosts, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the Phantom uh, at the end of Kingdom Hearts at the Clock Tower, which is horrible, annoying boss. There's also uh, the ghost heartless inside of Monstro. Um, Keyblades can affect ghosts, affect spiritual beings. Keyblades are OP as shit. Yep. Um, and also, like, <laughs> it's questionable whether or not, like, a 
Force ghost. Like, okay, I know, I know everybody harps on like, oh, Yoda as a force ghost struck that lightning with, or struck, struck, struck that tree with lightning uh, in Last Jedi. And that like changes everything, but like, not really. Like the whole idea yeah. behind the force ghost is that they are now one with the force, which is the ever present, ever binding energy of the universe. So like, they could theoretically affect all sorts of things, but at the same time, like, is he still Yoda? Or is he like Yoda in the force and the force acting through Yoda? Like it's questionable what that means. And also the only reason why this really comes up, frankly, not even last Jedi is because there's that one DLC for force awakened where you you (laughs) fight ghost Obi-Wan and kill him. (laughs) Such a bummer, such a, such a bummer. That DLC was, it's kind of hard to watch, honestly. (laughs) Um, But yeah, about that. Yeah. Uh, it he would still be able to hurt him and like yoda's already dead and we don't really know the limitations uh, or full birth of abilities that yoda has as a force ghost so but it's kind of it like it would have been awesome like yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, question number three still yoda king mickey uh whenever you bring another star wars character into death battle do you expect to keep combining uh legends and canon material i think this largely just depends mm-hmm. right um Cause like, and this is frankly a question for like any character that we bring into death battle, like when they have multiple sources of material that kind of conflict with each other, but are also considered main sources, like how do we, um, present Yoda as Yoda, but also ignore half of what he's been, been in, uh, that, that people will want to see. And so it really just depends on the character. Like definitely if, if a character shows up, that's like just from like the canon material, you know, like a lot of those original Clone Wars characters, for example, I doubt we would incorporate le- uh, legacy material. Um, yeah. And frankly, I, I think the more we get into the Disney like era, I think the less and less the legacy stuff is going to really mm-hmm. matter anymore. But yeah, it's kind of up like, in the air. I think a good example is like Ray. Um, like Ray, obviously canon character, only canon character. Um, she's fought Palpatine, but that wouldn't. That doesn't mean that we would then scale her to Legends Palpatine because she didn't fight Legends Palpatine. She fought mm-hmm. Canon Palpatine. And right. so, so the, the only feats we could take into consideration there are the Canon Palpatine feats, um, I think is a good delineation because she just hasn't fought that version of Palpatine. Um, yeah, it's so, a yeah. tricky thing. Yeah. All right. Hey, I'm so proud of you guys. This is like the most succinct you've been in the death battle Q&A. Um, That's why we got this whole group. Yeah. All right. We can cover this is a general question just for death battle. Uh, how many episodes of death battle will this season have? And will there be a mid-season break like last year? Cool. Yeah. I wanted to cover this. We've already talked about this a little bit in a previous episode, but I know not, you know, it's hard to keep track of how many episodes of death battle cast have we done? Like 200 or something. Um, so this season of death battle will have 16 episodes. Um, and there will be a mid-season break uh, halfway through, similar to last year. Now, that does not necessarily mean that we won't have 20-episode seasons in the future. Uh, in fact, the intention was to have 20 episodes. That, that worked out so well last year, uh, despite everything that went on. Um, but we had to pare it down to 16 because, frankly, um, COVID caught up <laughs> uh, and affected us um, you know, in the pocketbook and whatnot. Like, it, it affected everybody, like everybody, not just you know, Rooster Teeth, but companies across the world, media, entertainment, whatever, uh, yeah. throughout 2020. Um, and we were very lucky. Death Battle last season was very lucky in that 
we had gotten really far ahead of pre-production before the quarantine even happened. So the most that COVID really affected um, Death Battle last year was that we, we had to shift a lot of scheduling around, but we already had most of those episodes like partway done, like pre-production was already done for a lot of them. We had already started animation for Hulk versus Broly. Like it was crazy, <laughs> like before yeah. we, you know, before March. Um, <laughs> that obviously isn't the case this year. So we're paring it down. We just got to like deal with it and get through it. Um, and we had to basically make a choice between do we do 20 episodes with like a smaller budget um, or do we do 16 episodes and we have the time and resources to really focus on making those 16 episodes really good. Um, and because this is the 10th year anniversary, I figured we have to go with that. Like it has to be like we really need to make sure that these episodes are worthy of being the 10 year anniversary episodes. Like every one uh, is exciting and, and, and worthy of being like, as, as Luis has put it, several times, potentially even each one could be a season premiere or a season finale. Um, so that's the, that's kind of the goal. And then that's basically it. But yeah, 16 episodes, mid-season break in the middle, um, similar to last year. As someone from New York, um, I know intimately well the, uh, the impact of COVID on like businesses. <laughs> um, Manhattan real estate has plummeted, like the cost has plummeted since the beginning of COVID. Now, now is the time to buy real estate in Manhattan. Um, because not in Austin, dude. Cheap. Liam Biden. Yeah, not in Austin. Yeah, Austin. Everyone from California is coming here. I don't know if you yeah. heard that. Uh, so it's, like, yes. it's like impossible to buy a house right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, April keeps trying I, to be like, I, let's just sell our house. She's like, I know we wouldn't be able to buy another one, but I just really want to capitalize on this. <laughs> I will say uh, Liam is not a professional realtor. Do not, yeah, uh, do not do just not assume that suddenly. <laughs> but, it's about it went it. down about sixteen percent, and yeah, uh, that's why. And he did the calx on it. That's cool. How much yeah. <laughs> right. real estate death battle? Austin versus New York. There you go. Oh my god! <laughs> All right. Next question is for Ben. Now that you brought in Yoda, even though you banned him out of spite, does this mean you're willing to bring in other characters you've said you hate, like Silver the Hedgehog or Sasuke? Ah, uh, yes characters that I definitely hate. And if you have been <laughs> requesting that we bring in Silver the Hedgehog, I'm sorry to say it, but it's no use. <laughs> I really shouldn't say that. I really shouldn't say no, that. Somebody's going to like, take that seriously yeah. and like yeah. clip it out and be like, get the look, reference. Ben admitted that uh, I'll never bring in Silver. It's like, yep. no, that's not, that's not the case at all. Um, so uh, the joke that or the idea that Yoda was banned or that I'll never bring in or I would never allow Silver or Sasuke to be in a death battle. It was always meant to be a joke. Like, I know that doesn't always land, but like it was it was just us having, you know, being silly. And I mean, Sasuke's already been in a death battle. So. Like, yeah. there you go. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, I will say, like, Yoda was definitely a, a, a character. You were that against Yoda. In the I was sort of against Yoda. I wasn't necessarily going to like completely ban him. My thing with Yoda was I didn't really know how we would cover him um, because Yoda didn't make a lot of sense to me uh, just based on the prequels and the original series. And then Clone Wars and of all things, Last Jedi kind of cleared up a lot of that stuff and helped present uh, a better way of viewing how the Jedi like went about uh, the, the Jedi's fall, like made more sense. Yeah. Uh, and was like, okay, this is how we can present Yoda, and, and it can be a logical interpretation of him, as opposed to two different conflicting ideas within the same series and the same canon. That was basically all that was like kind of like frustrating to me. 
But it wasn't and necessarily something that meant we would never bring him in. Are you suggesting that the prequels are hard to follow and understand <laughs> and logically inconsistent? No. Are you suggesting that? No, of course not. Why would I ever say that? The prequels have always been so perfect. Oh God, I can't even finish that. <laughs> get, it, get it out. <laughs> Let's move on to the next question. Please. Okay, cool. Uh, I like this too. It's like it's really taking. This is for Josh and Liam, uh, who have had their directorial debuts with Death Battle. So, when you're the director Liam's of a Death almost. Battle, how much control do you have in deciding the victor? Is it up to Ben, the writers, or the researchers? hundred percent control. Um, <laughs> researchers can argue. As long as they want, and ultimately it's my call at the end of the day. No, Liam, I am don't just say kidding. That. <laughs> I am we just kidding. I am 100% kidding. No, because I know somebody will take it. No, it is as it always has been like a group um, decision. Like we, we like all need to come to a consensus, and mm -hmm. and we always do. Like like we're we're on the same page for a lot of stuff of like what we consider, and even if there is some disagreements. We talk through them and we try to find like a reasonable middle ground on stuff. Um, it is not, it is not anyone's like singular decision. It is like, uh, it's a thing that we all kind of cooperate on. Yeah. It's argue until no one can argue anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is kind of T all yeah. you tucker yeah. them out. The uh, death battle formula. <laughs> Josh, Josh what, what, what kind of stuff does as a director, do you have control over? Uh, in terms of like deciding the victor, it's it's a lot of like I just try to poke holes in arguments and it, to see if there are any, you know, asking questions and really trying to 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 make sure that you're convinced in the decision that we decide because that's what's going to drive a lot of the decisions you make is that initial well who's going to win and why and you know formulating all that that argument um, and it's always really impressive like researchers come in and they like oftentimes are researching a character that they really love like it's one of the reasons that they decide or are volunteer to research that character so they're coming in with like a, a real a admiration for those characters but they're always always 100 percent of the time more than willing to like concede when it makes sense to and it's like you gotta have a respect for all the researchers when they do that like they really yeah. are coming to the table to like decide and help us decide who's going to win these fights and and why and they go into it invested too that's oh yeah fun. like oh yeah you know, like <laughs> <laughs> the, the calls are fun because they both like oh yeah let me tell you why my character is gonna beat yours and like they'll trade off like oh yeah that's cute like it's almost like <laughs> what you're getting now with like this new format of death battle <laughs> but, but twice yeah. as long characters you get like pages and pages and pages of research where you're like oh oh that's more information that i didn't know and more yeah. and then it just adds up so it's overwhelming but like still really useful mm-hmm yeah, and I do want to make sure, like, that it's clear. If we don't come to, so you know, the researchers will bring all this information to the writers, the director, et cetera, in that meeting, um, where we all have to come to a consensus. If we don't come to a consensus by the end of the meeting, there's going to be another meeting. Like, yep. we are going to yep. keep yep. going until we get it figured out. We're never going to just say, ah, we'll just cut it here. We'll figure it out later. Nah. <laughs> nah. I remember for never. Flash versus Sonic, uh, we were like, at the end, we were like. We think Flash wins, but it's really close and hard. And then, like, I remember, like, the next day, uh, you you messaged me. It was like, so do you want to like just chat some more about Flash versus Sonic? Because <laughs> we still had so much to talk through, and we talked we we talked again for like another two hours. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was. It's it's 
we always want to make sure that we have all the questions answered because like we know that people are going to ask tons of questions about the episode and people watching will be just as invested as we are if not more so um in the conclusions that we come to and because the people watching aren't part of the process step by step they don't know how much we have or have not covered so it's sort of like oh they didn't mention that or oh they missed this point becomes a much more like a bigger deal because the possibility that like well we didn't consider it during the process or that it we completely missed it um Dude. so it's really important for us to really cover all of our bases so that, that people is... feel safe right with the with the conclusion between you know working at these screens all day and then finishing it and looking at this screen for the rest of the day you get a lot i do and i think everybody does you get a lot of blue lights and that can mess with your melatonin production which can mess with your sleep schedule which can just make y'all you know not as good as you could be so what are you gonna do about it? you can go feelsgray.com because feels gray has the best blue light mar filtering glasses in the game let's see most clear blue light filtering glasses out there only block two to three percent of blue light uh Feels great. They got about 15 times that. So that's uh, some real good numbers, you know. On top of that, feels great. Glasses are super styling, handmade Italian acetate, durable, lightweight, and super comfortable. So, you know, I, I mean, it, the thing you should add too is even if you don't have like bad eyes like I do, where you should use these for anything that isn't right in front of your face, uh, you can get just a normal one, just normal glasses to filter blue light. You don't need a prescription or anything. And those start at only $95. Plus, if you do have the prescription like me with your, you know, crappy face blobs, uh, then it's only $145, and that's a super reasonable price for some excellent, durable glasses. So, finally, a pair of glasses designed for the 21st century. Get a pair of these bad boys and support the show by going to felixgray.com slash battlecats. That's felixgray, F-E-L-I-X-G-R-A-Y, glasses.com slash battlecast. Listeners can get free shipping, free exchanges, plus 30-day money-back guarantee. So, glasses.com slash battlecast. Uh, yeah, go check them out. Great glasses. The blue light filtering. If you haven't tried it before, worth it. It really cuts down the headaches for me, at least. So, give it a try. It's super worth it. They're awesome. They support the show. Please support us. Uh, yeah, that, and that's, that's the trick for Death yeah. Battle being an entertaining show. Cannot tell you how many times Ben and I have been like, well, should we include that? It's like, no, I mean, it's pretty much covered. Like, it, but we didn't explicitly yeah. say it's like, it's like if there's enough context here for them to know that like, surely we, we knew about that, which is not important because of, you know, X or Y reason. And then like a thousand comments, like you <laughs> yeah. missed blank. And we're just like, oh man, no, we didn't. But like, we didn't directly tell, tell you that we, uh, yeah. <laughs> I could make each episode, like as a writer, I could make each episode like an hour long if I wanted to. At least oh, for sure. with some characters. There's just so Come much, on. so much stuff like, to cover. Visions of the original Goku versus Superman just flooded <laughs> through my brain right now. Like we even recorded that shit, and oh, Dude. It was bad. <laughs> I lost my voice from version one of that script because it was so long. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. That was terrible. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the next question. <laughs> all right, next question. Oh, it's to me. <clears throat> Boomstick has been mentioning his absentee dad a lot lately and has mentioned looking for him. Are you guys starting a big storyline this season or what? Uh, won't that just distract from the rest of the show? All right. Fair point. And it was actually one of my biggest concerns <laughs> when we started bringing this up. Uh, we thought we'd do something fun for the 10th anniversary season, but I... 
I've worked on the internet for a very long time, and <laughs> the quickest way in my mind uh, to kill a show is have something that's great, successful, standalone content that anyone can pick up at any time and try and jam a narrative into it. Uh, so mm. when this got brought up, we were talking about it, and we wanted to make sure we did it in a smart way. So you'll see a little bit more, and it's mainly going to happen in a fun episode. But it will not take over Death Battle. Death Battle will still, like it being standalone, uh, is still the priority for the show. So, yeah, I can't I, give you many more details than that. <laughs> you can, yeah. but you um, just choose but, not. But I do, I do want to like expand on that. Even like back in episode one, when we were first making this, the there was talk of like, well, are Wiz and Boomstick going to have like a story? Is there going to be like a universe that we build this around? And we even like kind of brainstormed some ideas but even back then we were like no the, we if if we try to make this less about the characters that you know are fighting that people are coming to the episode to talk uh, to, to watch and more about wisdom boomstick it's not going to work and we're over 140 episodes in and have maintained that idea so no we're, we're not going to suddenly change that opinion um yeah. but you know it's the 10th anniversary we want to do something a little special right so you'll see uh, it, it'll be a lot of fun there you, I promise, and if you guys are trying to make guesses, I promise you have no no idea. You have coming. no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. It's gonna be fun though, but holy shit, you have no idea. I, oh boy, working on that was so much fun, and all like literally my answer, Chad. You would like went more into it. I was gonna be like, wouldn't you like to know? Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. Be my answer. Well. I mean, and then bringing up, because, like, they brought up a good point. Like, won't that distract from the rest of the show? And, like, you can ask, like, everybody here. The second that started getting talked, I was the biggest, like, mm -hmm. person to be like, I don't know, guys. And, like, <laughs> uh, and just, I, 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 you know, I love the show. And I would like to see it continue and to succeed. And so I'm very protective of that. So is Ben. So is everybody that works on it. But, you know, it's just, like, making sure Interesting. we do that. Uh, everybody What's in chat up? is asking, who is Wiz's wife? Who said oh. he had a wife? Because there was a. Oh, I, I, think I know why they think. Let's that. go. Uh, uh, let's get to the next question. All right. I want to talk about that so bad. Okay, this one goes <laughs> to Jen and Josh. Uh, for the tenth year anniversary season, how has writing changed? Uh, is there anything you're doing differently that you can talk about? Mm. Well, you're you've uh, you're writing a lot more scripts than I am, Jen. I think. Well, there's one thing that I can't talk about. Oh. And I yeah. love that one thing that I can't talk about. It's so much fun. I can't wait for people to see it. But in terms of um, other things that have changed for more this season, I think we've done more of a change up of the, the format for rundowns, more so trying mm -hmm. to make it coherent as like a narrative rather than splitting it into sections of like, you know, abilities, feats, weaknesses, that sort of thing. Um, so I don't know. I liked that because it was sort of fun to meld things and have it be more interconnected rather than listy at least i don't know in a new format way not not saying it was bad either way just more like it was a new change a nice change it's it's a little more flexible as opposed to like yeah. the chapters in each rundown that right. we kind of used to do because if you're saying yeah. oh this guy can fly then wouldn't wouldn't you want to say to the moon like in that same sentence rather than saying mm -hmm. later on yeah so he can fly he also flew to the moon like in a separate paragraph a page right. on. Yeah. oh good yeah a perfect example of 
Yeah. I don't know why. And, and that, I was like, and that may or may not be a hint for something. It's really not. I was just thinking it's not. I was imagining something. I was, I was also thinking of like, is that a hint for something? And I was yeah. like, no, mm -hmm. I don't think Oh, a character that can fly? Oh, gee. Yeah. 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 Oh, huh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um, like the ones we just had? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or are about to have? Um, uh, another thing that I wanted to do was make sure that um, I, I have given these guys some stricter guidelines in terms of page length. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In every meeting, I'm sad about it. <laughs> yes. no, le less so about like, let's, oh, we, obviously we need to make sure that, you know, all the information is delivered correctly. Um, uh, so I've, I'm super lenient on it, but uh, at the same time, I was like, we Genevieve should probably make sure pages. Yeah, yeah. We should. We should probably make sure like these episodes don't like expand to twenty five minutes or something, and it's just <laughs> yeah. like these long, boring ramblings. But uh, you know, a lot of fun. One of the things I've also focused on, or like, like kind of for myself, is really emphasizing the the characters of the characters, like their personalities and mm -hmm. their their journeys and their stories within the rundowns and also how they reflect and interact with each other and trying to kind of get trying to feel like that get that across in like their fights as well as the rundowns well, that actually could not I... have teed up the next question yeah. more perfectly oh. <laughs> which is when writing a death battle fight do you focus on depicting a character's personality as it is from the end of their series i think as opposed to versus the beginning uh, um, yeah uh, liam josh jen any any thoughts on that? I think it's about telling a story, uh, mostly. Like, you know, it's not so much, oh, we focus on the end of the characters. Like, I think for the battle, it's like, okay, where is the character now? While also still, com com uh, for lack of a better word, compositing their journey. And then for the rundown, we want to sort of show how they've grown, how they've yeah. gotten to where they are. Mm -hmm. I, I would say that focus more on, we, we try to focus more on the characters, like, in terms of the fight, like how they're portrayed in the fight, like, the the end of their journey because we're it's usually when the character is the most powerful if you can give it like in a shonen sense um uh but it depends it, you know if a character changes wildly at the end of their series and isn't anything like who they were throughout most of the series then we'll focus on the one that's uh, we'll focus on how they how they interact with people how they what their personality is through most of the series it's it is very much like a determined you know case by case um, with comic think, characters, it's really easy because there's no end to their story. They're just who they are kind of consistently. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. There's not always an end to base it on. But um, yeah. Josh, I think uh, Yoda is actually a really good example of this, right? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, because I think I think we always want to portray like what the, what the bulk of the audience, when they think of Yoda and they think of that version mm -hmm. of Yoda, the one that they hold in their mind, it's not always this all-encompassing portrayal. It's like the iconic Yoda is kind of what we want to get at so there's definitely room to explore the different sides of him but for the bulk of it you want to explain like the character of yoda that he's been for the majority of the time and it was fun in that script partic in particular because we really did focus on the character of yoda and the character of king mickey and not just explaining feats but also explaining like why they did those things and what it meant for their character arcs and that was like a really satisfying thing to convey in that script and so, and that's why in the fight halfway through, he stops using the lightsaber because that's sort yeah. of emulative of his own yeah. journey. And yes. those, th those sort of fight scripts, I think are really fun when we're able to like, sort of showcase the character across 
their journey all in one fight. You know, we can't always do that. It doesn't always make sense. But Yoda was one where we could absolutely pull that off. Mm -hmm. I think it worked great. And uh, I pulled this question from the chat earlier, and I think now's a good time because I think you could write in the perfect little section for this. Uh, but Venusaurus says, uh, here's a question. Uh, are characters that have multiple co continuities, like Dr. Doom and Lex Luthor, uh, how do you guys determine which one is the main one to focus on where there are a lot of different versions out there? How we determine which is like the primary source? Yeah. Uh, usually whatever the original source is. Mm -hmm. uh, comic book characters is easy. It's the comic book. Um, so Marvel 616 is, is like, uh, Doom's primary source, right? So that's what we're going to focus on. Uh, there are movies, there are cartoons, there are other universes in Marvel, um, where Doom exists and, you know, it's certainly worth looking at them to make yeah. sure that there's nothing crazy going on that might like somehow be connected to the main series universe and then somehow change how that you know impacts it but like the, the generally speaking we use those more as like supporting evidence because like a comic book is actually a really good example um where sometimes you know they'll mention something in a comic book and say like oh this character can do this well we won't we won't really see it or like they'll say that a laser beam is like super fast but you know it's just a, a single image of a laser beam it's just there drawn so like how do we determine how fast it is but then it appears like in a later you know comic book adapt or, or cartoon adaption or something like that and it's like oh well we can actually use that to support this claim that the laser is super fast and then we can like measure the speed of it and then sort of apply it that way um and that's what i mean by supporting evidence um yeah. but you know that's few and far between a so. anime is a, is a good example of where that becomes like necessary uh sometimes like some feats happen in anime like an anime a lot of the time are like straight adaptations of whatever manga series it is so like so character the manga. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. It, yeah and then it, then you get full metal alchemist the original one where they <clears throat> they like teleport into nazi germany it's really weird um <laughs> um uh so yeah like like supporting supporting evidence from anime like like oh there's a feat that this character does in this anime that wasn't shown in the manga but it's something they could reason reasonably do based on what we know of them in the manga it isn't this huge deviation that stuff will be included as like extra supporting evidence um but yeah the the if it's something that deviates wildly like the full metal alchemist i i haven't seen the original anime um but if it if stuff in there happens that like completely deviates from uh the original source material and i know some plot stuff does for sure um, then that stuff would not be included um, unless we were specifically doing like anime full metal alchemist or whatever. I'm grabbing this one too because it's a really quick answer. Uh, Flaming Kitty T40 says, Is it easier to do characters who had their series end? You would think that. <laughs> you would think that. Sure would be if we didn't have this damn curse that every time we're like, Oh, great, this is done. We'll do the episode. Here's the episode. Hey, guess what, guys? This thing's getting a revival. New episodes, new season, new whatever. And then everybody's like, oh, their episode's out, but what about this? Now it's not answered anymore. And you're just like, mother. <laughs> if, we ever, if we ever do Gordon Freeman in a death battle, that is when Half-Life 3 will that's be so, ben, right. ben and I have talked about that. Like, that's use, the make make yeah, use the curse for good. Use the curse. Use the curse for good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, what prompted having Wiz and Boomstick uh, be animated in the first place back in episode 100? 
so you can oh, see ben the beautiful and I faces. To do this forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it it originally, dude. God, I think we talked about it as far back as that first Q and A we did, um, be, where we silhouetted ourselves and dressed up <laughs> as the characters, uh, because especially back then we were very limited on like what we were what we were showing um and it was really frustrating to have to, like especially if we're talking about stuff like you know if boomsticks mentioned like jumping a dune buggy or whatever that was super hard on the editors because they're like what what the hell do i show here <laughs> it's like i don't know go find go dune find buggy. footage of a dune buggy jumping a house and they're like well that's really hard to find um so, like, <laughs> so we always like one as like a, a as like an editorial tool, we really wanted that. So it could be able to cut to the characters when they're saying the silly stuff. Um, and then also just like it brings them to life a little bit more. It also mm. allows us to do uh, physical bits, which I'm a huge fan of physical comedy. Um, and yeah, it just I don't know. It, 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 it solves so many. It solves problems while also, I think, just take evolving the characters to the next level. And it, that was one of the big things about us coming down and being a part of Rooster Teeth that allowed us to do uh, and I still, it's so crazy. Like even every time I still like, they've been here for a little while now, but I still, I see every time I see it was a boomstick on screen. I'm like, ah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many times in, in like pre episode 100 that I, I can recall, um, uh, where we will sometimes, you know, just sort of go off and improv some like really stupid jokes every yeah. so often. Like if, if there's a joke in a death battle script that you're the, like, ugh, that was terrible. It probably isn't the writer's fault. It's probably <laughs> Chad my fault. Uh, not <laughs> fault. <laughs> um, but like, I know, uh, Chad, there were, there were multiple times when you'd be like, oh, this would be really funny if this happens. And it's like some physical comedy gag. And I would have to like veto it real hard. Because yeah, I'd yeah. be like, I don't know how we would even get that across, man. <laughs> like, because we're just audio. Uh, but now we can do it. So it's Yeah, fun. like, now we get to do dumb stuff in the booth. Like, because we had the trident. And I was like, what if you just stabbed me and I just cut off the screen like you know just like <laughs> perfect example of what that yeah. wasn't in the script i'm yeah, still no, not sure like, if that was a good idea <laughs> <laughs> but now we can do it i love it because it's just and i love the way it was anyway too because wiz is just like <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then it just cut. yeah it's great like i i love that now we get to do that all right uh, we are almost to the sneak peek for lex versus doom as well as talking about that a little yeah. bit uh, but we okay. do have some questions for shadow versus Ryuko. yep coming in right now uh or Shadow vs. Ryuko. How is Shadow's feat of destroying the planet Aquarius less powerful than Ryuko's feat of breaking the life fiber? Or breaking life fiber? I saw this question and I was like, ooh, math. Um, okay, so uh, the reason is because the planet Aquarius, we know from some like data file cards, some obscure shit, that it is about a tenth the size of the moon. Um, so, based the way that we calculate, like, destructive capability in this instance is we would measure the size of an object um use an assumed density to get its mass and then either find out like what it would be the gravitational binding energy of if it's like a planet or like if it's vaporized like how much energy it would take to vaporize x kilograms of you know planet or whatever um we use that energy to find out the energy it would take for that attack um Planet Aquarius is is much, much smaller than an average planet. So if it was like the Earth, then yeah, it would be bigger than the, the Ryuko feet. But it was actually a tenth the side of the moon. Very small, much less energy. The hole that is created by the life fibers, I didn't look at the exact numbers, but 
frankly, if it's about the 10th side of the moon, that hole that she creates is probably larger um, than the planet Aquarius. Um, combined with the fact that the assumed density we used for the life fibers that, that she destroyed um, was uh, steel, because of how their like, life fibers are unnaturally tough. Um, we used steel for that. That density is going to be greater, I believe, than like anything we'd use for like a planet like granite or something. Um, so that would make the energy larger. I think it made it about a 650 times. Yeah, and, and when you're saying, like, I didn't look at the numbers, you're talking specifically for this Q&A. Yeah, 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 for, yeah, for this. No, not for the actual calculation. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's so Just funny, you was... said that, and I was I had the same exact thought. I was like, ah, I shouldn't have said that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They're going to think that we just, like, I... made it up. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, no. Always, we always look at the numbers. I just meant as I was talking right now, answering this question. Yeah. Um, about Ben and I are just scarred, okay? Don't worry about it. We got, we got you covered, man. Yeah. I, can, I can feel myself like getting dumber because I was like, oh, I looked at these numbers and I am not following anymore. Like, it's just sort of going in one ear and out the other. And I was like, this makes sense. This makes sense. Trust Liam. Like, it's fine. Researchers I mean, and I have talked about, we've been like, should we just have like a big, like, group wide calcathon just teach everyone how to calc no no please please i, I once but, think i think i once was like oh yeah i'd love to learn how to calc and then i realized exactly what went into it and i was like i think mm. i would rather put my foot in the oven i promise <laughs> the math itself is not hard it's just time consuming that's all it is but math right. is big Buddy Biggs in the chat has the raised hand emoji says, Mr. Liam, is this going to be on the test? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into the next question for Shadow versus Ryuko. Uh, can you further explain how Shadow is able to bypass Ryuko's healing factor? Isn't it possible that in the majority of fights, uh, the healing factor would allow Ryuko to win? Okay, Shadow's just, like, really fast? Yeah. <laughs> like really <laughs> fast. Have we not have we not gone through hedgehogs and being really fast? The, the thing is that the the way that Ryuka regenerates is that like like assuming like her arm is being cut off. Like as the as the knife goes through her arm, like the part that's been cut starts to heal before the knife has popped out. So essentially she never has an arm like fully severed. Um uh that's how it works. Shadow, like Jen said, ultra super fast, would be able to cut through like her entire arm before uh, she could start healing it and, and would permanently sever it. Um, that's also why she's able to um, nullify uh, Nui's healing factors because she cuts it with like both ends. Because when, when like both ends of the scissor blade go in like that, you can't heal over anything. Um, also, that's what makes the scissor blade so powerful against life fighting. yeah and and also shadow is just so powerful he just obliterate her like just just vaporize her you know with a full power hence, chaos blast Super hence strong. the end of the fight hence the end of the fight yeah <laughs> yep hey this episode is brought to you by blue two blue two is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom it's gonna be that kind of ad because we talk about pps blue two is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as viagra and cialis but in a chewable form which is much nicer and at a fraction of the cost, which who's going to complain about that? Bluetooth tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence when it's time to perform. Who wouldn't like that? Bluetooth is online prescription service, so you don't have to worry about awkward visits to the doctor or conversations or waiting in line at the pharmacy because it ships right to your door in a discreet package. So not even your postal carrier will know your business. 
The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers. It's not a bunch of snake oil. These are, you know, licensed medical people. Uh, and so once you do that, you can just get it all shipped to your door nice and discreetly. And yeah, they'll help you work on, you know, the correct prescription, the strength of the prescription, all that kind of stuff with you. So it's great. Once again, if you don't like swallow pills, it's not a problem. Blue Chew's uh, Viagra and Cialis... I can't say the medical names. I'm not good at Latin. Sindafila and Tadalafil. There you go, I tried. They're chewable. So yeah, that's much nicer and more uh, simple to use in a pinch. So Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct. So it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from some extra confidence in the bed when it is uh, most important, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free when you use your promo code DBC at checkout. They provide, uh, or you just provide $5 for shipping and everything else free. That's bluechew.com with the promo code DBC to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring us because without sponsors like Blue Chew, we wouldn't have this. So thank you, Blue Chew, and uh, go check it out. That's all. Bye. <laughs> um, I know. I know you had a lot of fun writing that one, Jen. But uh, I love that. It, ending. It's it's like a, a perfect foil to Yoda versus Mickey because I was like, they don't respect each other at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So speaking of respect, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we respect Liam. We respect Liam a lot for directing this upcoming episode of Death Battle: Lex Luthor versus Doctor Doom. Uh, our first comic book fight of the year. Uh, it's it's going to be super awesome. Like these guys have so been cool. kicking so much ass. Like Luis and his team. Um, mm. He he wasn't able to make it onto onto this episode. Uh, we'll definitely have him on a Q and A in the future to to talk a little bit about how animation has been changing over the year because those guys have been man, they're so impressive. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, Liam, you want to talk a little bit about um, your first directing gig in Death Battle before we show the the sneak peek? I would love to. Um, this episode was super fun to direct from the beginning. Um, Lousy is the writer. He's one of our researchers and writers. Um, and I worked with him from the beginning. We both had ideas going into it. Um, I I'm, I'm also the research lead, so I supervise research for all the characters. So I did a lot of work helping out with uh, Lex research. So I had a bunch of ideas. Um, uh, it was really fun. It was really interesting being a part of the process like every step of the way whereas before like just as like a writer i'm like okay i have script i hand it over and eventually i see like you know like like the fruits of my labor um but with as a director it's like no every single step of the way i'm there and and it's not always like one of the things that amazed me was that it's it's i'm not always like i don't need to know how everyone does everything i just need to have like a vision for what I want to see and then convey that to them. And then it's their job to then give that to me. And I go, okay, or no, but it was a lot of okays. <laughs> um, uh, I really loved being part of the animation, like how detailed we get with every like shot. Cause we, we, we review shots and being like, Oh, I think right here would be really cool. If Lex, like if we extended the middle finger a little larger for Lex, um, just kidding. That didn't happen. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh being part of the music like like um talking uh like seeing like uh, what the process is for the music and and seeing like ooh i think this moment would work really well here or ooh bump it up right now cuz this is the part where x happens um yeah uh, every it was just super exciting 
Um, and, uh, and so satisfying when I'd see, like, okay, here's the completed fight animation. Oh, it looks so awesome. And then, oh, here's the completed fight animation with the insane backgrounds that Luis did, which I know people were, were popping off in Twitter because it looked <laughs> amazing. And then, oh, here's with the music. Oh my God, it's insane. And then here's with the sound effects. I was so surprised that like sound effects would like, like launch me into the stratosphere. God, it was <laughs> oh, yeah. So seeing that, like seeing it all like piece by piece come together was so exciting. Um, and a really gratifying just to see that, to see the results of a project you've been working on for um, so long. Yeah, Great. it was just really fun. Uh, yeah, I don't want to overhype it, but I think I said this when we did commentary, and I was like, "This is probably my favorite 2D fight we've ever done." <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, with that being wow. said, <laughs> let's go ahead and check out the sneak peek of this upcoming episode of Lex Luthor versus Doctor Doom. Oh, a visitor. Mr. Luther, your company has invaluable resources for the people of Latveria. I will be seizing them. Latveria? What an exquisite place to start a corporatocracy. No sound design on that one, but that is so good. Uh, it does look really cool, Liam right? Gun noises. I was like, uh, if I had known, I would have been like, "All right, let's make uh, let's make sound effects, guys. <laughs> Get ready." Pew <laughs> <laughs> pew. Um, but yes, okay. So Lex Luthor versus Doctor Doom with sound is coming uh, this upcoming weekend, Sunday for first members, Monday on YouTube. Um, and sound is only for first members. Real dope. Um, only our only first members get sound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. everybody else has to make up the sound effects themselves. Yeah. There you go. No, yeah, Philip uh, did such a cool job. So that's such yeah. an awesome job with the sound design. So I can't. I know that sneak peek was that. just a little short, but that's because this one's full of fun twists and turns, and we want to keep it a surprise. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, right. I wish we could have shown my favorite combo. There's so no, there's so many cool things. <laughs> there's some great <laughs> moments in this one. All right, yeah, really so. Are. Uh, we got like uh, what twelve more minutes or so. Let's. Uh, we got a few questions from Twitter, uh, so let's kind of rapid fire those out. Oh, sorry. Yeah, let me do that. <laughs> I was distracted <laughs> because the chat is saying April fourteen. I'm like Sam did it again. Um, okay. April fort. fort. April fort. Uh, this one comes from Raging Zacroni on Twitter. Uh, how do you go about applying the rules for each character's universe? For example, when a Pokemon is featured, what determines if its abilities are considered super effective against the opponent? Ooh, great, great question. It is a great question. Um, well, we did do a recent Pokemon episode. I know it feels like we did it like two years ago, but <laughs> Machamp yeah. versus Goro was pretty recent. <laughs> um, the idea that like Pokemon moves could be super effective against characters that aren't Pokemon I know we did that like in early death battle days. We really shouldn't have, <laughs> to be <laughs> frank. Um, there are very few occasions where that actually makes sense. Most of the time, it, it doesn't make sense. If it's like a Charizard fighting like I don't know Sub Zero or something, then the fire would melt the ice. Like that's just logical. That makes sense. Um, 
it yeah. it uh but beyond that it's it's harder to give like a definitive kind of sweeping answer i would say why not yeah. give the chat four tea cakes i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> like stole 14 cakes <laughs> or with a tea cakes uh, that's not nice way to go I know. that got me all right this one comes from molar eclipse if a character has a power for a long time but loses it later on, do you still give it to them in a death battle, or do you only use their current arsenal? Well, Aquaman still had his hand. Like, that thing got <laughs> cut off. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's another one that's kind of like... It depends. Yeah. Frankly, a lot, a lot of... And I, and I hate to like give answers that are just like, it depends, but you know, a lot of the times that's what it is um so if a character has a power for a long time but loses it later uh i guess it would uh, the question would be can we argue that it should be part of their standard arsenal yeah and then that is obviously subjective but like there's only so far you can go before it becomes uh, subjective every time you try to take characters at their strongest but like a general strongest not like the one time that Bubba got the death laser that destroys the multiverse. Um, like, if Bubba can only just punch with his fists, then Bubba's probably not getting the death laser. Um, if that makes sense. <laughs> it's like this dog once had a knife that's, in its that's mouth. That's Liam's it second have episode. A knife. <laughs> Bubba. Yeah. yeah. Bubba. <laughs> From the hit, the hit manga, uh, Bubba and the death laser. Um, <laughs> Bubba, 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 Bubba. There we go. All right, this one's coming from Moxie SK47. Will there be more ponies? <laughs> i don't know like, <laughs> the odd like we did the the big crazy ones like with rainbow dash and twilight uh and some people get really upset <laughs> uh, and then like i don't know what would we do applejack next like i'm fluttershy <laughs> other than like her having like is she like an animal army we need fluttershy versus snow white <laughs> Applejack versus the uh, what's the what's that cereal? Applejacks. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Applejacks? Like versus, versus Apple like the, the duo, the duo of like the oh, it's the like the cinnamon, cinnamon stick and the, and the apple. Yeah, there you go. They Nailed I mean it. like they're insane though. So I I feel like they actually might put up a fight. Oh, would they? Oh, that'd be <laughs> that hilarious if me. they won. Yeah, Applejack yeah, versus go. the Applejack duo. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. Like Applejack could kick some ass, but I I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Ben, ben. It's, you're making a face. Yeah, this is your next question. question. <laughs> it is very fun to analyze My Little Pony characters because they should have never been meant to be analyzed, which we I love feel them. like we've already uh, covered the friendship is magic stuff more than yeah. enough. We can move <laughs> on from that. If there was ever a friendship battle show, then we might use more ponies. If there's battle, a great yeah. matchup. We'll do it. Oh yeah, we use Pinkie yeah. Pie as well. It, yeah, if if there's a good matchup, we'll we will always we're we're always willing to do it. Like no character is is banned or too weird or too too far out there for us to to potentially bring into a death battle. We just need yeah. a cool matchup that we think we Except can do for something Homestuck. cool. With. I think we all agree that's. Not right <laughs> <laughs> I was actually wondering if we were doing about a Homestuck Dad. character. <laughs> Right. Homestuck's crazy powerful. Apparently, awesome Ethan forty eight. Oh wait, sorry. This is a uh, Justin Rockstar. What's your all time favorite death battle as of now? Okay, we're gonna oh we're gonna have God. to be quick on this one. Um, I can't. Can I be narcissistic? Mine's probably Deadpool versus Mask. Mm. That is a good oh. one. Yeah, I Josh. love that one. That's a special First one that comes to your mind. Uh, Goro Machamp. 
Yeah, that, I just that's was so one. pleased with how that one came together. That yeah. was such a fun one. And the rundown for Machamp being like that Animal Planet style thing. <laughs> such a good job. I love that one. Jen. I liked All Might versus My Guy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Tori did such a kick ass job with that animation. Like the whole so team funny. did. It was so good. Liam. Obi-Wan Kakashi. Obi-Wan yeah. Kakashi. Of course you would I pick just, that one. I, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And second place is Ganon Drac. I'm such a... I'm such a, <laughs> the yeah, I was, I was about uh, to be like, uh, Carnage versus Lucy, always and forever, but... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, it's so many for so many different reasons, but I'll throw out one that I don't say a ton of times, but uh, Iron Man versus Lex Luthor is still one of my favorite fights of all time. Mm-hmm. Torian fucking killed it. And there's so many phases to that fight and different models and the music is hype and god mm. i love that fight um yeah i will say i think that's an episode that uh uh that's one of those episodes that i i was watching back before and i think is just too long not the fight but the episode itself mm-hmm. um that's uh, yeah it's an example of why i'm like okay we should probably have some like caps to these scripts that we you know these rundown scripts that we write because uh, man, that one that one slogs a little bit, but the fight is dope as shit. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's see if we can bang out one more real quick from awesome, awesome Ethan forty eight. Says, "Why Lex Luthor versus Doctor Doom? Can you guarantee it will top Lex versus Iron Man?" Oh wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I hadn't even read that yet. <laughs> I thought you were Hell teeing yeah. up for yeah, that. I you were setting aside. <laughs> I did it. No, I, I legitimately had ready. That's great. Unintentional segue. Perfect. <laughs> Lex versus Iron Man is really, really good. Yeah. It's never our intention to top previous episodes though um like i have a very specific way of looking at death metal episodes in in that like for the majority of 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 how do i want to say this generally speaking when we work on a death metal episode the other episodes that we've made in the past don't matter we're not trying to top them we're not trying to like expand upon them there are a couple episodes that are specifically sequels to other ones um, but then other than that, you know, every so often we'll be like, oh, this calc was done in this episode. So we could just like kind of point people to that calc. And that's about as far as it'll ever go in terms of like us comparing ourselves to our previous work for the current work. Uh, cause otherwise, uh, every episode has a different writer. Every episode usually has a different animation team. Um, I'm of the opinion, and it seems to have been working for death battle quite well, uh, that whoever's working on each episode should just do what they want with it. And yeah. um, the, if, if, if the writers and the animators and the researchers are able to put their work into an episode as opposed to like compare it and be forced to essentially take previous work and put that into it, uh, it's going to be so much better if they can make it their own. Um, and I love that Death Metal is able to do that. Not every show is able to do that. Yep. So it also helps that we have different forms of animation at our disposal. Yes. Which helps it feel very different. Like Iron Man versus Lex was just talking about like one of my favorite 3D fights of all time. And I it was just telling you guys that Lex Doom is like probably my favorite 2D fight we've ever done. So it's great in its own way. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh cool. I think we have one more or two more questions. Oh, yeah, these aren't labeled. All right, uh, Lex versus Doom is the first Marvel versus DC matchup of the year. Should we be expecting a large amount of Marvel versus DC matchup this year, similar to last year? Nope. Nailed it. Nope. I mean, uh, there's definitely going to be Marvel versus DC matchups, because, like, that's kind of Death Metal's bread and butter. That and, like, Shonen matchups, um, those are obviously, I'm not, I mean, we don't hide this. Like, those are obviously, like, the most popular ones. <laughs> Uh, and in order for the show to survive, we have to have some popular episodes, right? Uh, but no, we're not going to be like dumping a 
a Marvel vs. DC matchup or even a comic book character matchup every other episode. So you don't have to worry about that. Yep. So speaking of uh, big matchups, there's a question here. It's a, it's a pretty big question. It's one that a lot yeah. of people have been asking. And that is, will you guys finally do Galactus versus Unicron this season? Well, that's all the time we have for questions this week. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for sending them all in. Like, uh, the, uh, this, this was a lot of fun, like, to cover everything. And we've actually fit in uh, the time frame just perfectly. We're uh, 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 about at the end of the hour. So um, thank you all for watching. Uh, I hope we answered all, our que- all your questions. I know there are, I'm sure there's plenty more to cover, but uh, let us know what you think of this sort of, like, uh, 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 occasional format, if maybe we should do this every so often uh, for future Death Metal Cast episodes. And uh, if you guys, uh, have have any other suggestions or questions that you want answered? Um, otherwise, we will be going back to our community death battle, our new community death battle format for next episode with special guest Danny Shepard from Ismahawk. Yeah. Hell yeah, I love that guy. Yeah. I love Danny. Danny's <laughs> it's gonna great. be a lot of fun. Um, Josh, Jen, Liam, of course, Chad. Thank you all so much for jumping in to this special five person cast i didn't even mention that we have more people than usual a landmark uh, episode you just you got it. <laughs> yeah. clearly uh, everything is changing with death metal's 10 year anniversary <laughs> no but uh these guys are fantastic I'm, I'm super proud of all the work you guys have done um uh killer writing squad right here and uh so excited to see what you guys think of liam's first directed death battle episode this weekend all right with that being said Um, Make sure to be kind to others, be kind to yourself, be awesome. See you next week. Yes, let's do it. Oh, we're going to do it. Sound effects. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Bikes are live. We're doing sound effects. I got the first one. Mr. Luther, your company has invaluable resources for the people of Latveria. I will be seizing (laughs) them. Latveria? What an exquisite place to start a corporate I just automatically switched that. Oh, that was terrible. I love it. That was real stupid.